Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ollie's World, a reflection on the biosphere. As always, I'm Olivia, your host, and this week continues our nature observation series. And I think we should just dig right in because there's a lot of stuff to talk about and I got to encounter the wonderful, wonderful world of funky fungus on my adventure. So without further ado, observation three. The date was February 12th, 2021. Um, Location, once again, my yard. The weather was cold and chilly, um, very cloudy, with a temperature of 27 degrees Fahrenheit. And the span of this expedition ranged from 10.20 a.m. to 11 a.m. Observation three. Today is February 12th, 2021, which is also the Chinese Lunar New Year. Um, This year marks the year of the white cow, so the more you know. Um, Today outside, it's rather chilly, and despite my thick socks, my toes are completely frozen in my rain boots. The sky is completely white, and like even if you were looking out the window standing inside, it just looks cold outside. And there's kind of like a fog and a haze that covers like the farthest away mountains. So it's really pretty, almost like an ombre. Um, As I walk to the forest, my boots crunch on the carpet of like frozen leaves on the ground. Um, And my nose is really cold and starting to run. I listened in on a few bird conversations and once again hacked away at some dead brush with a handy stick. It's while doing this really satisfying activity that I noticed a white, like powdery white incrustation on the bark of one of the trees. And the way it looked kind of reminded me of that gross icing that comes with frozen cinnamon rolls or a gingerbread house. It's not any particular flavor like cream cheese or or it's not whipped like frosting, but it's like an opaque, white, runny, liquidy substance that usually comes in a clear plastic pouch and requires a corner to be cut for usage. And when this icing dries, this is the key point. Well, when this icing dries, this particular icing, it dries like as hard as a rock. And when you look at it, you know it's gotten really hard. And that that's the, that's the image. That's what this white patch on the bark looked like. Since this encounter, my brain immediately switched to fungus mode. And I love fungus and on hikes and walks, I sometimes get into like the zone when the only thing I look for in my immediate proximity are these mysterious decomposers, you know, my my fungus friends. Um, Once this mindset was activated, I found so many cool things. So I'm so excited to share. There was a series of like white mushrooms along the trunk of a small tree and the caps were these little like semicircles. And they were about the size of half a Chips Ahoy cookie, or there was like one or two bigger ones that were half of like a regular chocolate chip cookie, that kind of size. Um, And these white plateaus formed kind of like a staircase up the tree. I also saw a white blobby fungus that appeared to be covered in gills, which I thought was particularly interesting because usually the gills are located underneath the cap of a mushroom. And this fungus was found in kind of like splotches around the bark of the tree. 
My favorite fungus that I encountered on this adventure was a dark, semi-translucent, gelatinous-looking guy that resembled the color of brown algae. There were several fruiting bodies of this guy along a fallen, a thin fallen tree branch. And I thought it looked so cool and I wanted to touch it, so I did. And to my surprise, it was frozen except for a small blob, which was pleasantly squishy to my utter delight. I sat down and examined the branch and I found it on. And this is when I noticed the frozen dirt. On top of the dirt was a patchy layer of crystalline ice that extended vertically in little lines the size of hair strands. I remember noticing this aspect of nature as a kid because it would make the dirt crunchy and fun to step on. Later, I actually looked up this phenomenon and found out that it has a name. It's called needle ice. And here's a little bit of information about its formation. Um, according to one website, and I'll put these links below, needle ice is formed when the ground temperature is above freezing, but the air temperature is below freezing. Through capillary action, water is drawn up through the soil and then freezes upon contact with the colder air. Um, and then another website says, the long extruded shapes are the result of the continuous hydrostatic pressure of the groundwater that forces the, upward, the ice upward into the air where it freezes into needle-like columns. Needle ice is found in areas that have requisite geological attributes when appropriate environmental conditions prevail. Seeping groundwater is usually found on sloping ground. Artesian well effect of the terrain provides the requisite hydrostatic pressure. This is generally found in areas that have slopes, have a grade of about 60 degrees, which makes sense because the terrain I'm in is very much so sloped. I saw some more fungi on other tree branches. One was a series of white structures that looked like shells, and they also kind of resembled little cups that a fairy could sip out of. Sometimes there'd be a smaller cup stacked in a bigger one. And there was also a fuzzy moldy patch on one tree. It kind of scares me, so I didn't stay there too long. One fungal growth was a series of small orange dots on a tree um, another dude had a scabby texture of lichen. He was hanging out on a branch, and it reminded me of a camel I saw once molting at a zoo. You've never seen that. Look up molting camels. I was gradually approaching my house through the forest, and I could hear my dog barking inside, so I knew I had to leave soon. I didn't bring her out on this adventure because she would be cold and complain to me the whole time about the weather. On my way out, I saw several mushrooms spreading from a dead log. They were all different sizes, from little baby ones the size of sewing pins to full-grown ones the size of, like, teaspoons. They were orangey in color, and they were the first fungus I saw today with traditional caps, gills, and stalks, so they looked like mushroom fruiting bodies. The stalks were a darker color, than the, and the gills were a similar orangey hue to the cap. I took pictures of all these discoveries in hopes of later identifying them. So how I actually ended up identifying these mushrooms is more of a threefold process. First, I used an app called Picture Mushroom. You can download it from the App Store and it allows you to either take direct pictures or upload pictures of fungi and it 
can give a general idea of what they are. Most of them I got were really accurate. Sometimes it was a little iffy and I had to double check. But after I did that, I went and cross-referenced with the what they told me it was with a like leaflet that I got at one of my state parks that has all our local mushrooms. And, and then after that, I went online and triple-checked to make sure all the characteristics and habitat and, and seasonality of the things that I found matched up with this. So without further ado, first I'm going to give my description, then I'm going to give the scientific name, and then the common name of most of the mushrooms and fungus that I found on this expedition. So first up is the one that I described as semicircles kind of converging into a staircase. And this is Linzitis betulina. The common name is the multicolored gilled polyfer, polypore. And this is like all of these are found on dead trees and tree trunks in wooded areas. That's a common th trend I found and the seasonality of this one also matched up with what I saw in the winter. The next one that I found was what I described as a white blobby um, patchy one covered in gills. And this is Irpex lactis. The common name is milk white tooth polypore. And like I said with the other one, this is found on dead branches and trees and it's actually found year round. Um, the next one was my favorite one that I found, the dark gelatinous brown algae looking one. And that's Exodia glandulosa or black jelly roll. I love that, love that name. And it's found in the wetter months, not as common in summer because of, of the dry dryness. Um, it, it dries out in the heat. Um, it's also related to dead trees. And interestingly, this is in a category called jelly fungus, and it's really closely related with one of my favorite funguses out there, um, which is butter, which is like this orangey-looking fungus. If you have, if you get the chance, look that one up too. Beautiful. Okay, the next one that I was able to identify was the one that I described as looking like white shells or little cups that fairies could sip out of, and that's Porondylus uh, conchifer, and the common name is little nest polypore. So it, they describe it as looking like little nests or cups is actually one of the characteristics that this one is said to have. It's described as being bowl-like and found on branches. Um, the next one was that one that I described as orangey lichen that had kind of a scabby camel molting appear appearance. This is Sturum complicatum or crowded parchment. It looks kind of like parchment peeling, which is a great description. Um, and it's also found on dead wood and the individual fruiting bodies kind of fuse together, which is what gives the name crowded. So it kind of looks like one whole sheet of parchment kind of curling. And the last one I was able to identify was that one that was capped, the orange capped mushroom that looked like a traditional mushroom. 
And this was Gallerina Marginata or the Ringless Deadly Gallerina. And this one, I, I had a harder time identifying and I went back and forth on a couple different ones. Um, but I, I, I honestly didn't want to confirm that it was what I thought it was because this is actually very poisonous and toxic. And this is the only mushroom in out of the ones that I found on the journey that I actually collected and brought into my home to further try to figure out what it was. So what ultimately led to me determining this is, well, I had read some things and they were like, oh, well, it, it, it's more of a summer thing. Um, and the gills are more white. But as I looked into it more and more, they've, it's been more found year round in where I'm located, common in the winter. And when, so my gills, the one I found, the gills were the same color as the cap. And as they've gone through release cycles, releasing their spores, the gills get darker. So scary, but I, I feel more, very confident in that identification as well. So this has been a long one. Um, sorry if you don't like fungus. I, if you can't tell, I love it, obsessed. I hope for more fungus adventures in the future. But for now, that is observation three. I look forward to being with y'all next week for observation four. But until then, um, Take time to stop and smell the roses, and it's the little things that make all the difference. This has been Ollie's World. I'll see you next time.